welcome all you peaceful people to another episode from Wholeness from the Hearth. We are live today from my mobile podcast unit, aka my car. So if there is some background noise, I'm going to go ahead and apologize in advance, but hang in there with us because we got a really good discussion. Um, Last week we talked about the benefits um, of solitude. This time we are going to swing to the other end of the spectrum and talk about communities and how they can enrich our lives and and bring wholeness into our life. Um, So let's just go ahead and get started. I'll let you know that We are going to be joined today by my sister, who is going to give us some examples of the ways in which she interacts with different communities that she is involved in. But first, let's go ahead and start out by talking about just the general definition of community. And there are two definitions um, that I would like to discuss today. Um, The first definition is more of a sociology, scientifical definition, Um, and that's regarding your physical location and your place in that community, whether it be your city or town, um, whether it's a smaller scale like your neighborhood, um, but where you're placed and the environment in which you live is your community, um, the people that are inside those actual physical boundaries and limits. The next definition for community is more of a feeling of attachment um, or interaction with groups of people who share similar activities, values, and beliefs. Um, And a lot of times people will commute to different places to engage in those communities. Um, But they are generally formed for specific purposes. Both types of communities offer ways to assist in enriching our lives. Uh, They give us a chance to learn from and connect with other people as well as share our own knowledge to those around us. So communities are also an important way to connect with resources as well as offer resources to others. If we think about it in those regards, we can see communities as open doors of opportunity to share our gifts and talents with others and receive those gifts and talents from others. Um, No one person is an island. And when I say that, what I mean is we are not born into this world um, with the ability to stand on our own two feet and be self-sufficient I'm sure people can do it to a point, um, but there are always going to be things that I don't know that maybe you know, um, or maybe you have certain tools that I need, um, or whether it's food co-ops or 
groups just for participating in the arts, all those things can bring such a, a depth and a richness into our lives that um, living alone in solitude, um, you kind of miss out on. So I want to reiterate again, even if you're having a bad day today and maybe you feel like you don't have anything that you bring to the table, I want you to know we all and each have value and talents that can be used to serve others and in turn increase a feeling of wholeness in ourselves as well as in our communities. So to give us um, a few examples, I'm going to turn it over to my sister and see if she can give us her first example of one of the communities in which she engages and how that affects her and also affects her community that she's involved in. Okay, so my first example was um, last year I started square dancing. When I first started, I thought it was just a couple people doing it, but I learned that it's actually a nationwide, almost a family type community that we're all connected and that we all have fun participating in something together, something that we all have in common. Um, and we also have that shared goal of wanting to be friends with the other square dancers. And so that's, that's a, nice, a nice thing to have, is that environment where you can go and have something that you enjoy doing with other people who enjoy doing it. So when I first heard that you were starting square dancing, um, to me I was a little surprised because I thought, um, that's not really her peer age group and I was wondering how that was going to um, play out in your engagement with the group. Um, you really have followed through with it and stuck with it and I, I see how much you enjoy it. So what is it like being part of a community where there's such an age difference? It's really nice because you have that chance to learn things that you don't know, to gain new experience, not just with square dancing, but other skills like sewing. And um, it's really a nice experience to have a different perspective. That's awesome. So going on to your next community group, can you tell us some about that? Yeah, I've been doing community theater for a couple years, and I love that it's just a place where um, kids can go and they can all work together to create a final product, and we can all learn while we're doing it. So that final product would be... A play. The play. Yes. Opening night. So I know that you're getting close to opening night for an upcoming play. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about how you guys assist each other or what roles you have or... I think it's important that um, we all know that our role is important. That we all, we couldn't do it if people were missing. We could still go on, but it's so much better to have the people that we have and to know that um, we can assist each other and get the and help each other to get the right spots. If we drop, if we miss a line, then we help each other and we get back on and we keep going and letting them know that they did a good job and that's really nice. 
So it seems like there's a feeling of, of support even if people struggle or fail. It, it's not something that, oh, you've made a mistake, you're out. Mm-hmm. And that's something that goes on on stage and off. And it's a really great experience to see all these kids coming together and forming that sort of community. That's awesome. So how do you feel um, life would be different if maybe you didn't engage? Or how do you feel life is different because you engage in communities? I think because I've had that chance to interact with those people and to join and be a part of those communities. It's helped me grow. It's helped me become, it's helped me want to help others. It's helped me want to become more because of the way that they've helped me and the way that we've become closer together. So because you've received from the communities, it seems like then you want to give back. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Anything else that you would like to talk about communities? I think that's it. Okay, well, thank you so much for sharing your experiences with us all. We appreciate your time being here. And um, I just want to say, um, before we wrap up here, um, that I know that there can be this push in our society towards individualism. And a lot of times, even the way our cities and our homes are developed and placed within the community there's a sense of this is my house and I come home I park in my garage I have a fenced in yard and so we've we've evolved to this place where um, a connection is very limited um, it's not always been that way uh, in the past if you look at different cultures there's always been this communal space that people have been able to come to and gather in and share sorrows and then share joys and developments and create and grow. Um, And I'd like to see us getting more back to that. Um, Not not saying that what we're doing is is wrong. I enjoy our technology and our advancements as much as anybody else, especially the ability to go online now and connect with people. Um, I have family and friends that are far away, and so I love to be able to go online and see pictures of what they're doing and how they're doing. Um, I can video chat with friends and families, and we have these great accesses and platforms to where we could really create a sense of that community and and I think sometimes we do and I think sometimes maybe we fail to do that and one of my one of our main purposes for creating this community online here at Wholeness from the Hearth is to start that discussion back up and create that place where people can go and discuss and be open and share knowledge and receive knowledge and create a place for community regardless of where we are located physically. Um, So I know that we've talked about solitude and the importance of that, and we've talked about 
community now and how that can be enriching for both ourselves personally and the communities that we're involved in. And so next week we're going to be talking about boundaries and maybe tie this whole thing together a little bit as we start talking about health and wholeness. We have the individual person, we have the community, and where are those boundaries at that keep us at a place of balance where we don't overgive to the point that we're empty um, and that we don't take so much to the point that our community starts to become empty. Um, so start thinking about that if you have any questions or comments or anything you would like me to add when it comes to talking about boundaries. If you want to leave them in the comments below or um, just shoot me a message any way that you feel comfortable and let me know if you have anything to input into this discussion and we will be next back next week talking about boundaries. Um, we want to thank you guys for the initial support that we have received starting this podcast. Um, we'd like to thank you for sharing and listening and just being there um, and being part of our community. Uh, we can't express that em at enough. Um, so if you would like to say goodbye. Bye guys. Have a great week. And we will be back next Monday. Bye. Bye.